it made me realize that there was more to life, that I was doing a job that was just a job. And suddenly I was able to do something that made me excited. This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. So today we head to Dubai to meet and speak with a very special Second Wind lady named Caroline Le Boucher. She's a wife, a mother, a model in her Second Wind, might I add, and she has found her purpose her passion, her voice. And this is related to opening the door for helping women to find their voice and become the women they were always supposed to be. I found Caroline, much like I find everybody else that's on Second Wind, kind of uh, just, just happens. I just happen to look at something. I just happen to go to Facebook. I just happen to see something. And then I find them and I send them a message. And so far... Everybody's been so fabulous and saying, I'd love to be on your podcast. So yay. And then you all get to reap the rewards of these fabulous women. And the thing on her Instagram, her tagline, I guess is what you call it, that really got me and just was just spoke to me was, it says, I am the person I always was, but never had the opportunity to be. Let that sink in for a minute because that's a big aha. Love that. So without further ado, welcome Caroline to Second Wind, the podcast. Thank you. And I'd just like to say it, it, you are the person that is getting these people onto your uh, podcast. So it's because of you. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so I, I feel like it's a lot of luck. Universe kind of guiding me for sure. It's very interesting. Um, but thank you so much for your time. I know we had to like set this up. And so Caroline, tell me about the, the moment, the thing that brought you to that realization that you needed to shift your second wind, the thing that became your passion. What was that? I didn't know I needed to do anything uh, a bit like you. It just happened. Uh, And that was to be invited to London uh, to go on a casting that I was not expecting. I was not a model. I was working as a receptionist in a school. And so flew to London, got the job, and suddenly I was modeling. And I just loved it. I loved every moment. I felt um, 
I felt like it was meant to be. And I had no idea. It wasn't on my radar at all. That is so interesting. And you didn't even do this for real. Like you got casted in 2017. And I mean, that's not that long ago. Yeah, that's correct. And then the job was in 2018. And it was, um, yeah, just a a huge surprise. I came back to Dubai thinking, that's it. I'm a model. Everyone's going to want me to work for them. But it wasn't like that at all. No one knew. And I wasn't a model because I'd only worked once. And uh, it, it, that was a whole other ball game. So I needed to do a lot of practicing. You know, kids have mobile phones. They do lots of selfies. We don't do that. Right, right. So, you, so how did that modeling thing turn into your second wind? It made me realize that there was more to life, that I was doing a job that was just a job. And suddenly I was able to do something that made me excited, that, that uh, made me extremely happy. I just that the, there was opportunity out there. I didn't know there would be opportunities or chances. That is cool. Yeah, you said it kind of ignited a, a passion in you that you didn't even know you had. Totally. I had no idea at all because I think in our heads, generally, we are just expected to move on from being mothers, partners to grandmothers. Right, right. And then it's what can we do? When do we get the the grandchild, how can we help? When's yeah. the next vacation? When's the next glass of wine? When's <laughs> the next lunch date? Right? Right? So I mean, it just, it's just a pattern. That is the norm. Yes. We no longer die during menopause. You know, that is what we used to die in late 50s at 60s. We now, hopefully, I'll be around when I'm 100. My grandmother was 97. So we have a lot of years to do something for ourselves. Right, right. And in doing that, I found that women who find their purpose, at least in in the podcast, the women I've met who have found their purpose in their second half of life, a lot of that is giving back in some way and, and really raising not only their own consciousness, but that of the world. It's so cool. And it just proves that we're here for a bigger, better. You know what I mean? It is. And it doesn't have to be, if you don't know what your purpose is, then you don't have to think big. It doesn't have to be a scary thing. It can be tiny and blossom and grow from that, but it doesn't have to be, oh, I can't change the world by myself. You can't. (laughs) But you can change that little pocket that you're in, that little tiny pocket that you're in. You can, in your in your purpose, you can, even if it's just like being kind to someone that you, you wouldn't yes. have been before. Yes. Yeah. Caroline, how did, how did you come to becoming this woman who be, eventually became this model and found your, your, your voice? How did this all start? Bring us back. Yeah, that would be, I guess, I got married when I was 27 and I was kind of brought up to get married and have a family rather than a career. So ultimately, uh, getting married was the beginning of my 
service life. Uh, my husband was in the army. And so I had a number. I was a wife of number 517289. And medical center, we had to use our numbers instead of our names. It was quite bizarre looking back on it. Hmm. Okay. And so he was um, a colonel? That's correct. Yes. When I married him, he was, um, uh, what was he? I think he probably was just about a captain. And when he left the army nearly 30 years later, he was a colonel. So I was uh, a colonel's wife. And with that came a lot of duty, but it is what I was brought up to do. So I managed to do that job. Right. You were the dutiful wife. You were telling me that it was kind of expected and in your husband's career favor to be the the person everyone turned to all the other wives. You kind of were like the den mother. Am I correct? Um, And being a Leo, I think that's quite appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) So here you are. You guys moved too. Yeah, I mean, you moved countries. We moved a lot. Yeah, we've had, I don't know, 16, 17 houses in 30 years. And I kind of, I, I always think that I'm bored of it. But then I think, um, hang on a minute, do I actually want to stay somewhere that long? But having said, having said that, we have lived in Dubai for 11 years. And we have lived in probably seven houses. Oh, my. In in 11 years, you lived in seven houses? Yeah, we've moved a lot. There's always a reason. There's always a reason. David lost his job. Um, uh, There's there's always a reason for moving house. And I quite like creating a home wherever we go, however big it is, however small it is. Uh, Creating a home from that, again, is what I was brought up to do. So um, it's a challenge, but quite can be a good one. Okay. All right. And in the process of being uh, the dutiful wife, you had two children? Correct. Yes. Both IVF. One was made in Ottawa and the other one was made in Delhi, in New Delhi in India. So explain that for listeners who didn't know, because you told me IVF. I'm like, what is that? I, and I, I, totally, I totally forgot what it was. Um, it's in vitro fertilization. So it's what it used to be called test tube babies. And Mimi used to say to people that she had been made in an ice cube. (laughs) That's so funny. So So that, that is, that is quite a journey in and of itself, but that, that didn't define you or anything that, that was, uh, that was not a big blip on your radar. No, I always believed I would have children and it was just a, a means to an end having to go through IVF. Um, yeah, just keep moving forward. Okay, that didn't work. It didn't work four times. Um, when are we going to do it again? For all intensive purposes, you were a single mother because you told me your husband would be gone 10 months out of the year. Yes, 10 months a year, but I, that is very normal for especially American um, military wives. Uh, but luckily, you tend to be, I was going to say kept in the same area. You do kind of. Um, you're kept in a compound, um, which is good in that, especially if you're in a foreign country, because uh, you're all in the same boat. 
so you can support each other. And again, like you said, it's like being a den mother and um, you know the family being together. I don't know uh, if you're. Some people get to stay in their own home, and their husband just goes off and comes back. And I think maybe is it RAF? They can stay in their own home for a long period of time. Um, but army, we tend to move around a lot more. Yeah, that 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 probably had a whole bunch of its own challenges as you were going. And then it seems to me in our discussion that your daughter is the one who you both were asked to do a photo shoot in 2015. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that did not build my confidence. I have to say at all. Uh, <laughs> we, were at, we were watching Kylie Minogue singing at uh, the Gold Cup here, the race, um, race um, horse race. And this guy came up to us and he was quite um, drunk. And he said, I want to photograph you. And I said, my daughter is the model. Here's her phone number. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he said, no, no, I want to photograph you. And I kind of laughed it off. Sure enough, he called the next day. And we did model together. My daughter left school early at 16 to pursue modeling. Uh, so she is fabulous. And it, it is right up her street right then I just stood behind her I just felt really uncomfortable um so it was not the right time it did not make me want to be a model at all they said you're really anxious and then your daughter is the reason you even were called into casting in 2017 can you tell us that story I know. And she didn't even think I did that great a job first time round. So quite why she put my name forward the second time, I don't know. Um, uh, yes, she was working for number one, Rosemary Water, the company that flew me to London to see if I could do the job. And and yes, they they liked me and they said, can you, would you be willing to do a naked shot? And I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. Which is um, incredible. Because okay. be honest, how old were you when they asked you to do the photo? Uh, 53. Uh, um, and okay. yeah, it was, I've always been a runner. I've always stayed fit. And I, yeah, I was, I was ready. There was something inside me that was ready to move forward, to, to take on uh, challenges. That is cool. You just, you were feeling that, you, were you almost feeling like you had this, um, you told me it was kind of like a roundabout. You, you felt like you were on this roundabout and this was helping get you off of it. No, I'm on the roundabout now. <laughs> you're on the roundabout now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So you're on the roundabout, but you weren't even, you were driving to the roundabout then. You were driving That's to the roundabout the and now yes. you found you've, Exactly. Yes. Okay. Or maybe I was sitting in the middle. Sitting in the middle. Yes. But now you're moving. I gotcha. That is cool. So, so tell us now, what has that modeling gig that you said yes to, which blows my mind. If somebody said that to me, I, I would say, 
I don't think, well, first of all, I wouldn't have the courage. I just wouldn't. Even if I had the most perfect body, I don't, I don't know if I'd have the courage. I don't know. But I think that's so cool that you just said, yes. What and and it didn't look? bother, it, like it didn't, you weren't anxious? You weren't anxious at all? Not at all. What, what have you got to lose? We, we're, we're 50. And if we don't do it now, when are we going to do it? Right? It's yeah, not, I, lo- I love that. Yeah, and, and what's the worst that can happen, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. did you think to yourself, what's the worst that can happen with this? Uh, yeah, they wouldn't use yeah. it. They wouldn't use it. Yeah. That's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah. And it's done in such a tasteful way. It's the, it's the uh, Vogue publication, correct? That's in the UK? British Vogue, yes. Yeah, so it's tastefully done. Um, and it's more like art than yes, exactly. like some it's beautiful, just random picture. Yes. So how did, take us forward from doing your modeling and you finding your voice and all of that, realizing, oh, wait, I have passion here. Ooh, I kind of like that. How did that bring you to where you are now with your, your, you do your lives, you do the Instagram, you do all these things. You have, I don't know, close to 300,000 followers and lots of people that reach out to you from just a dutiful den mother. How, how did this happen? I think it was realizing when I got onto Instagram uh, around 2018 and I put up a picture of my children were both, oh, come on, you can't do that seriously. Uh, you know, don't say that or, or don't put that picture. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. And I did it anyway. And then I'd look at them and say, look, look how many likes I got on this. People like it. So I'm going to do it again. No, mum, please don't do it again. And I just, I kept moving forward and more people were liking it. And I don't Photoshop. And I think that women appreciate that. And And I'm also quite honest and authentic. And... Women also like that too. Yes. Yes. And then you started finding, you then started talking about and finding even another purpose kind of hidden in all of this was the whole menopause message. Oh, yes. That's a big one. I realized that if I tell you that I'm feeling anxious and I, which does happen, or I have depression or I went through IVF, I'm sharing with you and there'll be somebody out there who will get a message from it, even if it's one person. And that is what we all can do as women, because we're so good sitting down, having a cup of coffee and chatting about things that have happened to us and helping each other. And Instagram is like a big right, version of a right. morning. Yes, that's a very good way to look at it. So as you were, like, tell us a little bit about your own struggles and how that translated into you speaking with doctors and authors and sharing this information. I, well, 
Firstly, uh, I contacted King's College Hospital because I had a mole that I wanted to be checked. And living in Dubai, I thought maybe it would be a good idea for people to get their moles checked. So I did a, a live about that. And it kind of grew from there. What, what do you want to find out about? I can find out about it for you. And so then I would see the heart doctor, the menopause doctor, the thyroid doctor, and try and get more information out there. Were you having issues yourself, Caroline, besides the mole? Were you having menopausal things that were perplexing to you and you, you needed to go find doctors for you? Uh, without a doubt. I, although most women don't know that they're becoming menopausal, perimenopause starts between 39 and 41 years old. That's 10 years before menopause. So if you can get on top of it early on, uh, you're in a much better place. So that means tracking your periods, tracking your mood swings, anything that feels different, write it down. And so when you get to go to the doctor, uh, you are able to give them all the information that they need. Mm -hmm. And what, what has been your um, sort of aha moments going through speaking to doctors and, and taking on this, hey, I'm going to go I, do some research on this and I'm going to do yeah. it for you. The biggest thing is menopause. So many women have no idea about it because our mothers didn't talk about it. And if we don't know about it, how, do, how can we expect our husbands to know about it? So you you've find women whose husbands have left them because they are not the women that they married. Uh, we're crying, we're depressed, we're uh, feeling bad about our bodies changing, and we have no idea why. Right, right. And then you were you, telling me you, you about identical it. hormones. Yeah, you, 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 I was just saying, you said you breezed through it. Well, I mean, maybe, but I'm still, I don't think I did actually, <laughs> now that we've spoken, I think that my body took a, took a hit and, um, thyroid and adrenal fatigue and all these things to just survive through it and make it be status quo. Right. So I think that regardless, like I didn't have like mood swings. I did have hot flashes, but I didn't have mood swings per se. I didn't, no one would have said, oh, there goes mom again. She's having one of her episodes. Like I grew up with my mother having episodes. Yes. Um, so yeah. And I never really thought I'm like, well, I guess I'm in menopause. I have a hot flash. Here's some more hot flashes. And if that's all I have to deal with, that's not bad. But there was stuff going on on the inside. And that's, that's what led me to the conclusion after speaking with you was there's way more to it than just, you know, mood swings and things like that and hot flashes. And that's when you were speaking about the identical hormones. Can you share? Yeah, the HRT, hormone replacement therapy. I'm pro it and you will find doctors out there who are very anti it. It is such a minefield. If you speak to a menopause specialist, they will generally tell you to go onto HRT for future health, for the health of your old age. So if you say, oh, I have no issue, I breeze through it, I don't need it. That's one thing, but you do need to protect yourself in later life. Then you'll speak to another doctor who'll say, 
you don't need it, go and get yourself a hobby, which somebody sent me a message saying their doctor had said. A woman doctor said that, go and get yourself a hobby. Um, so, so what are we supposed to do as women? And, and all I can say is that I can give you as much information as I possibly can, but I am pro HRT and many people are anti it, but you know, the scare of breast cancer, that, um, that whole thing came out 20 years ago and a lot has changed in 20 years. So it is very different now. Yeah, because people linked um, hormone replacement therapy with, uh, they linked it to, to the cancer. onset of breast cancer and more. Yeah. 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 So, so do you, you think, find the I mean, you say things have changed significantly since then? Yes, for sure, because we're not taking pills that go through our livers. And that, that was what the main cause was. We're now taking it, um, uh, putting a gel on our arms and it, so it goes into your blood through your skin and that is, it is safe. So when somebody says, do you take thyroxine for your underactive thyroid? That's the same as taking estrogen. You're replacing a hormone that you no longer have. Interesting. I didn't even know about that. It sounds to me like you and I are both the guinea pigs here and we're <laughs> out there researching and bringing modalities and new things forward for our fellow women uh in our second wind because i don't know about you but i i was always seeking 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 and then i just and and then i'd find something thinking that everybody else knew about it but they don't no there's a lot we don't i mean i'm learning every day and I, and that's what that is one of the exciting things about life isn't it knowing that there is still so much stuff to learn about and it makes me excited to not know what's going to pop up in my email or um, I'm going to see on YouTube or, you know, life is, life is exciting. And, but that is the choice. You either choose to find life exciting and accept um, everything that comes, that pops up in front of you, try it, take a chance or sit back and, and wait for life to happen to you. Wait for life to happen to you. Yes. And that's exactly what Second Wind is trying to do is, is say, wait, don't, don't, don't just take a seat, stand yeah. up, walk yeah. around, <laughs> yeah. go to the, the entrance, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you said something to me the other day. You said you draw a circle, something about the circle and you put a line through it. Do you remember that? And that whatever comes the first thing? What, um, because I'm so passionate about life. And if I say to you, if I'm having coffee with you and I say, what's your passion? Very often, especially mm -hmm. during menopause, you would say, I don't know. I have no passion. There isn't anything. Mm. it's just emptiness but that is yeah so a lot of women normal yeah. okay a lot of women will say well I kind of like to do this and I like to do that but I wouldn't call it a passion right so what do you think the disconnect is for us to know or find you know go from the like 
the likes of the many, many likes to, oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. There is, I do believe that everybody has a little light inside them. And so it is possible to draw this circle, put yourself in the middle of it and just start writing words around it. And I hope that one of those words might draw you to it. It's quite fun to do it with a friend um, or even just meeting up with a, a group of ladies. I don't know if you can do that with you right now. Can you do that? Meeting up with friends? Well, yes. Yes. So, well, it depends where you are in yes. the U.S. However, I live in Georgia and we're, I think tomorrow we're supposed to be wide open again. We're pretty, we own restaurants and you would not know that COVID happened. I mean, we're wearing masks. We're safe. We do all the protocols. I have to go get extra Sani spray today before I open one of them. <laughs> but, um, but the people coming in, I mean, every, we're, just, we're just as busy, if not busier than pre-pandemic. The only problem is we just don't have anybody that wants to work. So ah. it's very challenging. But yeah, yes. we can meet up and people are playing tennis. And, you know, it seems to be, at least in my world that I'm seeing in my circle of influence, I have not seen much COVID happening. Right. I, and I love cases. That people are, are living life. My mum has been locked up for a year and I, I think she's going to come out of this a very different person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine has too. But now it's, it's not even that um, physically she might, she might not be different, but mentally my yeah. mother's like, she won't even come to my daughter's wedding. Like she's sad. scared to travel. She's scared to leave. She's scared to leave the walls. Yes. That she feels these walls are protecting her from this virus. Right? Yes. No. My mom that will not. with your mom? She won't see my brother. He only lives 20 minutes away. And she's just, she oh. just hears stuff on the radio, watches stuff on the TV, and she is terrified. Now, does she live in Dubai? Where does she live? She's not living, is she? Staying in her house. That's not living. Oh, that's true. I, yeah. Where, anyway, is, where, where is her resident? She's in England. In England. Okay. Okay. So England is kind of shut down still, huh? Um, yes. I think it's opening on the 12th. Okay. All right. There's hope around the corner. That's yeah, good. I wish I'm sure she so won't you come find out. Yourself, oh no. So you find yourself these days. How how are your days now different than before your almost epiphany of hey, there's more and I can do more and I'm gonna be a voice and I'm gonna help women find their voice and share information and encourage. There is no routine like now for you. No routine, which I quite like. Okay. Um, there are opportunities, so I'm choosing my opportunities, which I love. Um, I get to see quite a bit of my husband, which I also love. We're doing a live today together. And 
we're also going to do a, a like a TED talk together uh, next week, which is going to be really interesting. Um, so yes, uh, yeah, thinking of new challenges, thinking of how I can support women more. At the moment on Instagram, I've got a some stories out trying to find menopause specialists all over the world and putting people in touch with them. That's my most important thing at the moment. I love that you're just making yourself available for opportunities that come your way. So you told me this, this person reached out to you from Ireland to find a menopause specialist. And that kind of opened the door for you saying, Hey, I need to find specialists all over the world for people. They're not able to find them because there's not that many. Yes. And, and in, in fact, that was yesterday. And then today somebody messaged me and said, I need one in Sydney. So I've got a message out there today saying, does anyone oh. know a menopause specialist in Sydney? Um, that's what, that's what's great about Instagram, isn't it? Yeah. But it's so like sitting back, listening to you, it's sort of like you are making yourself a, a available for these opportunities and then there's like definitely a path that you follow and then something else will plop in and that will be the next path which is exactly. kind of cool to sit back and watch I think that is that is and exactly. that you're living your purpose and the purpose yeah and the purpose stays the same the the how it how you bring it forward is what changes so that's I guess cool. so. Yes. Well, I'm I'm lucky that I have a platform uh, yes. enabling yeah. me to do this because I don't know how I would yeah. do it uh, without. No, it's interesting. Uh, but, you know, sort it's of like all this. That that that's yeah, what I was saying. About having a seed, you have a tiny seed, um, and it can grow. So if you want to do the same as me, you want to support women in a certain way, be it eating the right stuff, be it exercising the right way, whatever is your thing, sharing that with just one person is going to help them. Right. Right. And you just don't know the, the trickle down effects exactly. right, of, of one thing resonating with one person. There's something yes. I want to bring up, Caroline, because you mentioned that you and your husband are going to do a live today. And you had said to me that, um, you now finally, in finding your voice, your second wind, that now you stand beside your husband and not behind him. And that's been very liberating for you. It has. And it wasn't anything that I ever knew that I wanted. Uh, you know, I'm not, obviously, I'm into equality if that's what you want. But I think I said to you earlier that we have boys' jobs and girls' jobs in our house. And uh, the nasty, dirty right. jobs definitely here. It's not mine. Uh, so we're, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's a choice, isn't it? Again, life is so full of choices. Yeah. That's a very good way to put it. So if you had anything you wanted to leave our listeners with that inspires you and keeps you going, cause you know, I know you talked to me and you said, yeah, I still get anxious. I still, I did a live the other day and I had all this anxiety and I don't think I did a good job, but you still show up. Right. And then you still move forward. How is, is there anything you want to share about that? That 
the most important thing, as you just said, is moving forward. You, you, if you, if you become stagnant or move backwards, that's a downward spiral. You've got to believe that you're doing it for a greater good. And uh, yes, that's the the other day. I I almost cried actually. I just felt this heaviness in my chest. And but you can't just say sorry, guys, cancelled because people are looking forward to seeing you out there and listening to you. So you, you, you know, you have to, you, if you're going to say you're going to be there, you're going to be there. Right. And you just go through it and make it, make it the best you can with what you've got. Right. And, and also tell people how you're feeling because I had so many message for, messages from people saying, I get that all the time. I, you know, I've had that for X, Y, Z, or I wake up at three in the morning and have this terrible, terrible anxiety. You know, you wake up in the morning, you just think something's wrong. I don't know what it is. I just feel that I did something wrong. And you didn't, but it's just that feeling of dread. Uh, so writing down those thoughts definitely helps. Getting them out on paper. You were telling me, or I, or I guess I saw on Instagram, you had met someone for coffee and you were, you were doing an exercise where you were almost scripting. If you know what that is, you were writing, uh, what were you doing? Share that. Yes. Um, affirmations. That's right. Um, I was with a, a young lady, actually, in her 20s, and we were just, um, we were talking about tarot, actually, and positive thinking and moving forward. And I, I said to her, you know, I haven't, I had affirmations and they're on my wall next to the toothbrush, but I really need to rewrite them. And I came back after that and I rewrote them and uh, they, it really helps reading positive affirmations every night or every morning or both um, out loud, uh, any which way, whatever makes you feel that it's speaking to you. Yes. So is that, is that, what's the, what's your go-to? Oh, my go-to affirmation. I, uh, it's, it's everybody, different things resonate with different people, don't they? And it's, I don't really know that any one thing helps me other than saying I'm enough. Um, that's the most, most important thing that you're enough to yourself. No one's perfect. I love that. I'm enough. I, lo- I think that's great. Yeah, just realizing I'm enough and I'm doing what I can. Yes. As, and as long as we're moving forward, we are doing what we can. And if we're living our purpose and we are feeling passion and connected, what more can you ask for? And, and to yeah. be grateful, of course. And we are all going to keep making mistakes, but that does make us the people that we are making mistakes. Absolutely. So Caroline, oh my gosh, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. You are 
just such a lovely woman. You are so easy to talk to. I know why you meet people for coffee, random people you say you meet for coffee and, and, and share with them and discuss with them. Tell, tell our listeners all the ways they can find you. Uh, DM me on Instagram for sure. I do respond to, um, all the DMs except the marriage proposals. I don't respond to those. <laughs> and, um, uh, I do have a website. I have spoken about what I eat because people seem to be very interested about that. I talk about procedures I've had. Um, I talk about my wrinkly knees, which I don't like. I've had a couple of procedures to try and get rid of them. Nothing works. I'm telling you right there. Wrinkly. And cleanies are with you for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, so I talked about it all on my website and uh, on YouTube also. I've got some videos on there with a nutritionist, heart doctor, all sorts of people. And we'll put all that in the show notes. Um, and Caroline, thank you so much for your time this morning. And well, it's morning, my time, it's late afternoon, your time. And um, just being so willing to have this stranger reach out to you and from Georgia, my little farm in Georgia and say, hey, would you be on my podcast? <laughs> I, I back, I'd be honored. And I would, I, I want to come and meet your pigs. You do need to meet the pigs. <laughs> yes, I'm just, I, I was just thrilled and I, I went into work that night I said I've got the coolest woman coming onto my show stay tuned um, it just I just put me on cloud nine so thank you so much for your time and 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 the and the work you're doing and you know bringing hormone therapy to light and you and I are going to work on having me find some people to put on the show to help you know another modality and I'll I'll be the guinea pig as I Fantastic. always am we can do people. this together. We can do this together. Yes, we yeah. all can do this together. So thank you, Caroline. And until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, Make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.